Wow, what a difference. The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s, a time of AMRAs and clamshells, a time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs, a time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of blockbuster video, the Walmart of the video rental industry, the mom and pop video store killer, the corporate big choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Blockbuster is mostly gone now. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars who are in the know arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort, a place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have that the Talkbuster podcast was created, a place for me and others to share our memories of what once was, of the before time, of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Talkbuster podcast. This is your host, Chris, the Chip of Chipman. Um, and those of you, um, I'm getting this up on the same day I'm recording it, which is rare. But those of you that are listening to this also should go and check out the release of my brand new show's trailer, This Made the Chippa. Go over to my YouTube page, go over to my Twitter, check it out. Um, it's a show that uh, it's going to be awesome. It's a web-based show. You'll learn more about it by watching the trailer. And I actually got Chris DeMakes, the lead singer of Less Than Jake, to record the theme song for me. So I've got my favorite band doing a song on my web show. You guys are going to love it. All about positivity in the middle of this insanity right now. And with that, a couple of days ago, Blockbuster, you know, which this podcast is mostly about, became a really, really, really big thing in the eye of the world. Again, they've been a big thing just, you know, because of nostalgia and everything. But you know, there was a um, a note that the last blockbuster in the world would be doing an overnight as an Airbnb for one weekend only to thank the people in the community that it's in. And the blockbuster official Twitter account came out of hiding and, you know, decided to say, hey, we're just checking in. And the world went crazy and all eyes were on Bend, Oregon and blockbuster. And, you know, with that, it brought, you know, a lot of questions and a lot of things that people don't really know. And because they're great friends of this show, and have been on before, but, you know, um, I thought it would be a great idea to get Sandy Harding, the general manager of the last blockbuster in the world in Bend, Oregon, back on to talk about all this stuff. So, Sandy, say hi to everybody. Hi. Um, thanks again for having us on your show. This is awesome. So, uh, you know, b- before, you know, I know COVID has been, we, we talked about it on the last show, and this pandemic has, you know, been you know weird for you guys as it has been for everybody but you know you're surviving and that's the first thing i wanted to hit is people saw this and tmz i think was the biggest um offender of this basically made their headlines sound like oh yeah covid destroyed you guys and you know to save face you're turning yourselves into an airbnb and i'd like to say that no you guys are not closed or closing correct we are not closed we are not closing this had nothing to do with even that we needed 
this to stay alive. This was simply a thank you to the Bend community and to Deschutes County. Um, you know, prior to all of our nostalgia, they're the reason why we were still here for the last 20 years. And, you know, that has not been lost on us. All of our merchandise for our online orders that we've been getting um, is all made right here through small businesses in Bend. Um, everybody in the community has been really pulling together to help us. Um, I know that a couple of the, the businesses that I was talking about had to bring on extra staff just to make um, merchandise for our online orders. Um, we've got the Humane Society here volunteering to help us put orders together. Um, we are definitely a community out here, and this was just a way for us to say thank you. Um, and with COVID, you know, it was kind of a no-brainer that we would have this be a thank you and not try to do something where we're um, encouraging people to travel to Bend. That would be just incredibly irresponsible for us to ever think of doing something like that. Plus, through COVID, as everyone else knows, with the isolation, you know, the small businesses were surviving because of the community support. And so we just really wanted to do something fun. Um, everybody's questioned the $4 price point for it and you know that is a penny more than what we would charge someone to come in and rent a brand new movie to take home and watch with their family so the idea was make it the same price so they could come here and watch the movie instead so anyway it was just something fun that we could do um for our community no i i think it's wonderful and i i wanted to get that um that miscommunication because you know like you with with social media and with the way the world is right you can't control the brand or the pitch any more than anybody else people find out about this stuff because of the way it passes ear to ear there's not like one newspaper that everybody reads that's going to have the answer right so that was my reaction is i started reading it and i'm like well you know i i'm i'll use quote unquote an insider in that i you know we're friends and i talk to you and i talk to these people but it's like i'm like i gotta go to bat for this and like you know change change the perception because as you and I have talked in the earlier show, Blockbuster as a corporate entity and like Disney and like everybody else, you can't have something that has good about it without people focusing on the negative. And this comes out and people start posting around. Well, I want to remind everybody that all of your nostalgia for Blockbuster is BS and they just destroyed all these local businesses and everything. But, you know, the thing is, is those of us that worked there and those of us that still work there we didn't care about what the people in the corporate offices, you know, political sway or what they were trying to do to make money. We cared that we got to talk about movies and be with people that we liked working with. And I think it's incredible, like I've said before, that the last blockbuster, the last store that carries that name was a mom and pop that all of these people complain about was the thing blockbuster destroyed, franchised themselves to stay around and now have outlived the corporate entity and i think that story is the thing people should focus on here not the oh well they were a terrible company so you should never get to be happy about something you know well, and i no, you're absolutely right and that's you know <laughs> we have this isn't something new for us i mean we have you know worked with um the humane society and different charities here locally for the last 30 years that we've been in bend as a business and so this is nothing new for us. Um, we are very much a part of our community. And um, again, without Bend, we wouldn't be here. And to be quite honest with you, I don't read any of that stuff. I don't read the comments. I don't read any of that. Simply for that exact reason, I could yep. spend all day 
you know, defending us and defending ourselves. And I'm feeling like, you know, our actions speak much more than our words. So we're just going to keep doing what we do. We're going to keep, you know, supporting our community and with the the love that we get back from them, appreciating every single customer that walks in our door, um, whether they're here to buy a a $2 membership card, um, nostalgia card, or if they're here to open up an account and start renting movies, we're going to appreciate every single person that walks in the door. So, um, yeah, and just keep doing what we do. And, and I love that. And that's the thing, you know, I, I try to pivot it to a place of positivity. And, you know, I get, you know, a lot of things from people. Why, why do you want to talk about Blockbuster? That's a dead thing. Like, why not live in the now? And I go, well, would you like to live in the now right now? I'd rather think about <laughs> something, one, that still exists, that brings me joy. Yeah. <laughs> and and two, that brought me joy a long time ago. And and that, I think, is is what makes the human condition great, right? Is history has been us getting by by telling each other stories and talking yeah. about the things that make us happy. And that's what movies are. And that's what music is, you know, and, and all that. And so it's just so great to see all these positive stories that point their way all the way back to you guys. Well, you know? and, and the vast majority, I mean, I know the TMZ thing, but that's just their spin. Of course. Um, kind of that's how they get views. There you go. That they're they're very controversial uh, as far as they like to kind of have the the darker edge. Maybe I don't know if I'm I'm saying that right, but you know, my hats off to them. They've been on the air for a long time, and they they're great entertainment. But that's what they are as entertainment, and they're not a news agency. Um, so they're just one entity that that commented about our store. We had so many incredibly positive, um, you know different interviews that I did, different things that we put out and just overwhelming support from everywhere, all over the world, not just in America. And, and I want to focus on that and let the the haters be haters and, and not worry too much about them. I mean, I think sometimes we get too wrapped up in the negativity, like you said earlier, and, and it's a much more positive place. I mean, how cool is it that I can come to work every single day and everybody that walks in the door has a smile on their face. I mean, right? that doesn't happen very often. And whether they're here smiling because of the nostalgia or they're here smiling because they know they can walk in here and forget about the rest of the world for 15 minutes while they pick out a movie, doesn't matter. It makes me feel good knowing that they have a smile on their face and I can be a part of that. So, um, yep, haters can be haters. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Hell yeah. I, lo- I love it. That's awesome. Now, um, how long was this in motion, Sandy? Was this like... You, you, you did a really good job of keeping this one under wraps. Cause I, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I'll say it flat out. I mean, like I, I talked to Taylor, I talked to you about the movie, you know, there's things I know about it that aren't privy for public consumption until it came out, you know, and I don't like want to be a guy that leaks stuff. It's just, I found it amazing. Like I was so surprised when I saw that I saw the Airbnb thing and I'm like, this is a joke. And then I clicked on it and said, listing by Sandy Harding. And I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. All right. I need to know more about this right now. <laughs> That's funny. No, you know, it was definitely a group effort. It wasn't any one person that gets to take responsibility for it, including myself. I'm part of a bigger team. I know I get to of have course. my name out there in my face, but, you know, I'm not a one woman show. This is a team of people behind me that work very hard to keep this store open. Um, I just get to be the, have the privilege, I should say, of leading the, leading the troops. Um, but no, we did have this, I mean, obviously we had to do a photo shoot and all those kind of things. So we definitely had some things going on for a little while, but not as long as everyone thinks. Um, and it came together very easily and with a lot of wonderful help from Airbnb to help us put this on, um, you know, because 
we again the bottom line is we are a blockbuster store i am not an airbnb right <laughs> expert by any means and uh so they were wonderfully helpful um it it was quite fun to uh be on conference calls and talking about gathering up the information or the not the information sorry gathering up all the the swag that we're going to have in the store during the event and you know getting the big chunky big screen tv and um just different things that, and, and i don't want to be misquoted because I, I may not be right but i know if it wasn't on craigslist it was something weird like that where they found the big console tv but um but anyway there was a lot of fun that went into pulling this together um and yes we did a great job it wasn't just me because my staff, the majority of them anyway, had a little inkling of something we were doing because they knew when we were coming in and having to stage everything. And, you know, they were still closing the store when the big semi truck was out here unloading all the furniture and they're like, what the heck's going on? Um, and we got to do the photo shoot with the DeLorean, which was super fun. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there was definitely things going on that my staff knew. Um, and they, I, I mean, I know I can keep it quiet, but you're talking about a bunch of high school, college kids. Um, the right. fact that they were able to keep it under wraps too. I'm so proud of them. Um, they knew that this was going to be a much bigger thing if we could keep it, keep it on the down low. And, and they did a great job. And I think the surprise is what, is what really makes it drive, you know, yeah. like, and you, you and I, you know, when we talked back at the beginning of this, when you guys were just starting to be able to think about reopening and, you know, doing the curbside and all that, you know, the, you had said, you know, you had that, that amazing poster ad that you guys did with, with Ryan on it. And yep. there was like a rollout of things. And so it's like, it, it's the fact that you can have a business that's so DIY and, you know, <laughs> so community based. I, I love, it's like the polar opposite of the, the conception people have, the perception people have of that brand, even though to me, it reminds me of when I worked in the store because the things that made our store the best were the things the employees did to make the experience unique and that yeah. made the customers smile when they walked in. And and it feels like, you know, God, you, you know, six, six, 10 years past when the world had this as a mainstay that you've created a little pocket of happiness there and not, and not uh, not for any nefarious reasons, and, and I think that's great. No, we're we're completely selfish here. We uh, we want to keep our store going. We want to keep our our community, you know, involved, and and we hundred percent are doing this um, for that and for everybody else out there who who wants something positive. But but no, we're we're not going to give up anytime soon. I mean, we're going to definitely you know fight the fight as long as we possibly can. And I know that in the documentary. They uh, caught me talking about how um, my husband and I, you know, my husband retires in five years. So I'm dating myself here. Um, but anyway, and Brad and I have talked about this and about what are we going to do if in five years Blockbuster is still going. And I've, I've, you know, said many times and they caught me on camera saying that I'm going down with the ship. So if in five years we're still going, I'm still going to be here too, whether retirement is lingering or not. So he might be going to Hawaii without me, but I'm going to definitely be here. And, and uh, we've been called the little engine that could and all kinds of fun things like that. But that's exactly the mentality that we have, um, that we are going to keep fighting the fight as long as we possibly can. And, you know, if Blockbuster closing didn't take us out. COVID hasn't taken us out. Um, we're definitely, uh, I think, got, got a few more years left to go. That's awesome. Now, another thing that, that popped into my head that, you know, is, is, you know, a, a thing that people you know, that I talk to, you know, cause they come to me, well, oh, I saw a post from the last blockbuster the other day and it's actually that 
last loan blockbuster joke account, like the parody account. Yeah, yeah the and, Twitter account. And, yeah, and, and they're hilarious, but also well, they- not, you know, they don't fall in with the, you know, prim and proper, you know, not cursing, you know, they, they're definitely not affiliated. And I like to remind people that it's fun. And I, I mean, I've quoted you and I've said that I think they're a riot, but they're not you guys. And I like no. to remind people of that. No, um, they're not. We are definitely still the traditional family business. I mean, yep. we are not, uh, we're not a part of that. It is hilarious. I ha- can't lie. I have definitely seen some tweets that were funny. Um, but no, in fact, from what I have researched, because, um, you know, when we became Last One America, I, I know that I, we've probably talked about this before, but I actually researched them because I'm like, oh my gosh, is there a blockbuster out there that I don't know about? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Because I yes. need to know. Um, and from what I could gather, they were never a blockbuster. I don't know if it was a former employee that started it just to be funny or what, but I think that it was just done just for silliness and, and they got super popular off it. So good for them for being creative and no, it is not anything to do with us. And please remember that we are definitely a family business and, and, uh, we don't have the, the scary back room or any of that. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll just skirt right over that one because that one bothered <laughs> the crap out of me when I read that. Yes, um, please do. <laughs> um, and the other thing now, and this is a question that I just had because, you know, like you said, this was a very under wraps, close to oh, the yeah. chest thing. Did Blockbuster's official account, which I know, you know, Blockbuster is is a Dish Network entity in name. Um, did they, you know, because, you know, to use the name, you've said before, you can't have a store with a Blockbuster name without Dish at least going, yeah, cool, whatever, you know, yeah. um, is that, did, was that account something that like, was that known that that would be part of the rollout no. of the Airbnb thing or did that just happen? That, I didn't know about that. Um, we so definitely cool. had, they knew what we were doing. Um, we definitely reached out and made sure that, you know, we weren't doing anything that would put our licensing agreement at risk. Um, so they knew what we were doing. Um, I think it's very cool that they spoke up because, um, you know, they've been very silent. And and I know I have been, I've said many times that they are not the old school corporate blockbuster anymore. They're very helpful. They they work hard uh, right along beside us to make sure that we're um, still going. And, and I can call them and ask them questions. And I don't have anything but positive things to say about DISH as far as our relationship goes with them. Um, but more importantly, they um, they just did this on their own, and I think that it's wonderful. I think it's great that they they spoke out and did something. So, no, I thought it it was wonderful. You know, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, I think you had said you saw the Captain Marvel trailer and saw Blockbuster in it, and yep. it's like, yeah, that got licensed, and of course, but it's like I I'm in the last one almost in the world at that point, and I didn't know that was happening, and I think yeah. that's really cool that it's. And again, it's a positive thing. It's not like, a, oh, no, you know, now I have to go and find out if they paid for that or whatever. It's like, no, this is awesome. Like, yeah. it, it's, it reminds me of, like, the old-fashioned, you know, word of mouth and stuff spreads because people have a positive experience and they want to help each other rather than there's someone paying for it to happen. You know, um, I think that's really cool. Um, and then before getting a little bit more into the, you know, the meat of the Airbnb thing. Cause I think it's really cool. And I just want to hear more about, you know, what went into it and everything. I want to reiterate to people that yes, you are the last in the world. Cause there's still a misnomer, no matter how many times you see these articles, because it's the way the internet works, that there are no more blockbusters. Like you said, you've researched it. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, and I reached out to dish. Um, they're the ones that told me though, that you are the last official one. And I know that there was some talk about the, the uh, one that I guess there was a rogue store in Italy that yep. um, 
you know, that we knew about that the New York Times had actually seen. And then I reached out to Dish and said, okay, what's, what's the deal with this? And they're like, we don't know anything about it. And uh, so anyway, I got confirmation from them that we are the last official blockbuster paying royalties and everything. Um, so yeah, no, we're, we're it. Sorry. I'm being distracted by my neighbor in my office here. Um, okay. But no, we are the very last blockbuster <laughs> according to Dish Network anyway. So then this Airbnb thing, because I just still think it's awesome. So the idea was to give people the 90s, you know, the 90s, like, sit down with your friends and watch a movie with popcorn and soda and whatever experience, but with a full Blockbusters inventory at your fingertips. And, like, where, where, did, they, where did the idea come from? Or, like, what, what went into it? Like, what are some of the things that maybe the photos and the articles aren't telling me is going on with that? You know what I mean? <laughs> There really isn't much of a story there. It was really just, you know, we've we've been kind of throwing around lots of different ideas. I know we worked with the Elephant um, uh, company in in New York City there and and worked on the algorithm and the billboard. And we've worked with lots of other places, too, about some creative ideas we could do to to uh, kind of have fun and enjoy, you know, the store while it's here. And um, and that's just kind of where it came from. It was just a collaboration of people sitting around thinking about what we could do. And this idea popped up and. Um, you know, we got together with Airbnb and started talking about it and that's just kind of how it happened. So it, there was no magic to it. There was no, you know, crazy story behind it. It just simply was a lot of people just sitting around trying to figure out some unique ways that we could, you know, do something fun, um, here at the store. And, and it just, you know, so happens with COVID and, and all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world that it, it worked out perfect that we were able to do something right now, um, to help our, our local community. And, of course. You don't feel like, you know, because a lot of times the the Bend community gets kind of lost in the shuffle. I mean, we get the tourists out here taking pictures and, and the community comes in and like, well, I don't know, understand what the big deal is. You know, this is our store we've had here for the last 20 years or 30 years, actually. And uh, so they kind of laugh at the tourists and, and they know that those people get to come in here and enjoy something nostalgic and special. And we wanted to make sure that they got to do something nostalgic and special. And it's like, you know, they've been a huge supporter and they've been here for years. And this is something unique that the tourists don't get to do, that this is something that only the Bend community gets to do. Um, and so that was really important to us to be able to offer them something different and unique. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I would imagine the response has been by the local community has just been amazing. Well, and it, all over the world. I mean, I've had people calling me up going, you need to do this more when COVID's over. You need to open this up so everybody can come. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not opposed to entertaining the thought down the road. Um, but, you know, I don't want to, you know, lose sight of what we truly are. And this was something, you know, fun to do for the community and a great way to give back. But we're still a video store. So I'm not going to yeah. turn the store into an Airbnb. Um, you know, every... You know, Friday and Saturday night, we still have our new releases out there and we have our community coming down renting movies and and people always think, oh, you guys are just selling T-shirts now. You're not renting movies. And that's not true. We rent a lot of movies um, during COVID. I mean, that first week that we were closed to the store, we were here every day from 12 to 4 checking in movies and putting them away because if we didn't, we were going to have people with late fees and we didn't want to have that happen. So um, that just showed me on those days when I came in and I opened up the door and I'm like, oh, my gosh look at all these movies we have to put away. You know, we had stacks of 20, you know, too deep all around the counter when we were trying to put them away and check them in. That still shows us that we're still renting, you know, plenty of movies. And and so, you know, this is, it's really important for people to realize that, yes, we sell a lot of merchandise. 
it's all made here locally. So every T-shirt that we sell, the money from that is still coming in here into our local community. Um, we're creating jobs. We're working with the other, um, you know, nonprofits here in town, a lot of different charities that we try to donate to and work with. And, you know, it would be really sad if we didn't use some of our fame and some of our nostalgia that we get from everyone in the world to not do something positive with it. And so by being able to do something for our community just makes us feel really good about ourselves and really good about um, what we're contributing. And I think that that's kind of really important right now, especially in the uh, crazy times that we're living and all of the scary stuff in the media and, and, you know, the political stuff and the, everything else that's going on in the world. It's kind of nice to be able to sit back and breathe and just remember what's really important. Right. Yeah. You, you, like the human, like I said, the, the human uh, connection, right. That's yeah. what these stores bring is it's not, it's not about what separates you. It's about what brings you together. And um, that's really important and giving back to the community, because like you said, you are a, as, as much fame and as like, the nostalgia and as much as the eyes of the world are on you right now, it partially is pure luck that you, that you, you know, and hard work. But if you don't give a little bit of that back, then what's it all for? You know what I mean? When, when someone else is suffering and you're not, um, find a way to help. And, and I, and I think that's great. Um, yeah. And I, and it would just be, I don't know, like I said, it'd be sad not to. And, and the real truth of the matter is that, you know, I know it's been a couple of years now that this has been going on and we're still trying to create unique things to, to keep relevant. But eventually we're going to be going back to that point where we won't have as many you know, tourists traveling here and and we'll be back, you know, relying on our local renters to come in here and keep the doors open. And and that would be very sad of us to turn our backs on them now when we have all this popularity and not remember that they're the reason we're here. It's not because of the tourists. It's because of the Bend community. So it's really important for us to do that. Right. And yeah, like you said, giving something to them that's unique and exclusive to them. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and it'll be something that they can remember and maybe, you know, cause it's like you said, if, if it's only that one weekend, it's only four people a night for three or four nights. Right. So those, yep. those 12 or 15 people are going to have a unique experience that exactly. is, is a place that they helped support looking back at them and going, Hey, you, you mean the world to us instead of some random guy, you know, in Italy that flies over. Not that those people aren't important too, but they, they can always come when this is over and see you guys, the local community, you know, it's, it's a mutual respect and support. It's, it's looking back and going, you know, we're carrying you with us because you carried us. And and I think that's really cool. Yep. I love it. So um, I, I wanted to pivot because I, I wanted to talk about, you know, the little that you can because not, not a, that many people have seen it. But I did want to ask you about, about the movie a, a little bit just because, you know, well, I have you because I think that's really cool. But um, I wanted to give you a chance before I pivot to that too, if there's, you know, anyone or anything or any group of things specifically that you wanted to give a shout out to that have been, you know, you know, that you wanted to point people towards or have been super helpful, you know, whatever, whatever it is, just a chance to, to thank or, or whatever else. Um, well, and I, I think that, yeah, what I've said before, um, I'll repeat again, which is, you know, we've been very fortunate to have a lot of small businesses here that, 
that have jumped in and helped. And and like I said, we've we've created jobs and found a unique way to help our community. And I just want to to remind everyone to do the same. That you know, regardless of where you're at right now, there's a lot of small businesses out there that are suffering. And whatever you can do in your local community to help them, please do do that. Um, and think of us and know that, you know, without those small businesses, um, you know, you guys are really going to lose something important in your community. So reach out and help those, your neighbors and those people around you. And, and that'll just make my day. That's awesome. Um, and, and again, when this is all over, I hope to get out there and see you guys too, and help <laughs> support more, more than just buying t-shirts and stuff. Right. Cause I can, yeah. I can do that all day long. And the, the merch is, that's the other thing I got to tell people, the merch is incredible. It's not, this is not like, you know, the, the cash grab, you know, printed in mass quantity, you know, kind of stuff you see a Best Buy selling or whatever. There's heart and soul and love put into this stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, every magnet that's made, every keychain is is handmade by, you know, somebody here in Ben. In fact, it's a middle school teacher out of his garage. Um, most people now know that I make the beanies, which can I tell you that I have like 300 orders for beanies and I'm like, oh, my God, what? I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to possibly make that many hats. So I've got to send out a lot of emails right now to tell people that they're coming. I promise, but I, I can only go as fast as my little hands can work. Yeah, um, remember, I'm making them. <laughs> which is just so fun. And I know that you have one. And and um, but anyway, it's so much fun to know that so many people around the world have something that I personally made. It's just it's incredibly um an honor for me, but it just makes me laugh. I'm just like, I never thought in a million years that somebody would want to own something that I made. But anyway, um, so, we did, but we have so many wonderful things and you're right. You know, all of our sweatshirts, we have three different printing companies here in town that are working hard to make all of our merchandise. And, and I talked earlier about how, you know, one of those businesses reached out and said, I hired another full-time person just to make your sweatpants. And I'm like, yay, that makes me feel good. Um, and then we just acquired somebody who could make, our sunglasses, for example, which was the one item that we were getting from outside of Bend because I didn't have anyone. And a small business came in and said, hey, I can make those for you. And the cost was, you know, close enough that I was like, why would I not switch to somebody who could do it local? Um, and people don't realize that, yes, you can go online and I could go on Amazon. I could go on eBay. I could go all these places and get things made for probably half of what I'm paying for them. But that would not support my community and that just would not do what we what we stand for and so i wouldn't do that so right anyway. and, and even you said like the, the movies you know they come from local community you know not not necessarily community shops because there aren't any really that sell movies mm -hmm. and stuff but it's not like you're going and buying from an amazon distributor warehouse or a blockbuster warehouse right you got to go to local you know businesses and buy these things to put them on the shelf and i i think that's amazing you know the yeah, community aspect I don't want to, I don't want to, um, lose the, the thing that, you know, obviously there are some things I do have to go on Amazon to get, of course, um, of and, course. uh, I love my prime account just like everybody else across the country does. Um, but yeah, whatever I can do locally, you can guarantee that I'm going there first. Um, you know, I was just this morning when you called me, um, printing online orders, but I just got back from our local, um, cash and carry and buying candy and supplies that we needed. That's just like a block up the street. And yes, it's a national brand or at least a, a regional brand for us, but it employs local employees. And yep. so I'm like, even though, you know, it's a big company, I know that that's helping pay the wage of somebody who, you know, lives down the street and that makes me feel good. So, um, yeah, it's all about keeping it right here. And, um, 
and doing as much as you possibly can. And, and that's what we, we enjoy. And, and I, I know I talk about a lot of things that I'm doing, but I also don't want to lose sight of the fact that, you know, the Tishers are behind yes. me and they're the reason why I get to do these things. They, we, um, you know, when I came to work for them, I, one, I never thought I'd work for a mom and pop. I worked for a big corporate store, uh, before I came to work here 16 years ago. And it was simply because my best friend worked here and I needed a part-time job to get away from the boys, um, that I, that I started my journey with Blockbuster, but they, the entire time we have shared that, um, connection and that, that, a feeling of what customers meant to us. And for the first time ever in my life, I actually worked for somebody who had that same vision and that same drive. And I felt like right off the bat from the get-go, I could trust that they um, always would have my back and that I could um, do something really good in our community. And and a good, I say I a lot, and it's not I, because we I have a team of kids and adults and people that work behind me. But I couldn't done, have done any of that without their support and without them um, sharing that vision with me. Yeah, that's, and that that's what struck me the first time I talked to you was all like the majority of the things that, that you had to say outside of the cool things about your time at Blockbuster was the, the Tishers. And yeah. That to me is is the key building block of all of this, right? Is that it's yeah. you know two people that cared about the business they had and didn't let didn't let that that didn't let that drop away from the core reason for why they did what they did. No, and you know they were here 14 years before I came to work for them. So right. I mean, <laughs> a lot of I mean I know I've been here 16 years, but there was 14 years before me. Um, and so uh, yeah, it's just great. It was a great partnership, and I can't say enough wonderful things about the two of them and their family and, and all the support that I get. Um, in fact, it was great to sit next to all of them um, watching the movie when we had the movie and, and seeing Ken up on the big screen and, and look over at his grandson and going, what do you think about seeing grandpa up on the TV and, or up on the big screen? And, and he thought that was pretty fun. And um, anyway, the movie was great. Um, Zeke and Taylor yeah, did that, an amazing job. Thank you for pivoting. Thank you for pivoting to that for me. I should have introduced you as general manager of and movie star Sandy Harding, right? <laughs> That's so funny. And I am not a movie star. I got the privilege of being in a documentary about our wonderful store. Um, I don't foresee me having this long-lasting um, career in television by any means. Um, but it was a lot of fun to do, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I. I thought it was great. They did a fantastic job. There was a lot of history in there and some things that I didn't even realize when I was watching it. And I watched it for the first time at the pop-up theater. I did not watch it in advance. Um, and I spent the first, I've seen it twice now. And the first uh, showing, I was in the backseat of the car kind of hiding going, I don't know if I want to see myself up there. Um, and the second one, I, I watched it all the way through and enjoyed every minute of it. But um yeah, it's it's a nerve-wracking thing. People always think, "Oh man, it'd be so cool to be in a movie." Or it's kind of nerve-wracking. You're like, "How do I look? Do I sound okay? Do I did I represent our city and our community and our and our family and our blockbuster well enough?" And I mean, I don't know. It's kind of nerve-wracking. Oh no, absolutely. And it was it was funny when I I spoke with Taylor very shortly after speaking with you the last time, so a couple months ago, um, about how the movie was coming. And this is before, this was right around the time where he had announced that they were going to have a premiere in July, but that was up in the air because of COVID. Um, and you know, they didn't know what that was going to be. And, uh, um, he had said, you know, how it blew his mind, 
He's like, I have this thing finished. He goes, and I have, you know, of course, I've got Kevin Smith. I've got, you know, all, all these different directors and actors. He goes, but the person I want to know if I did a good job the most is Sandy. And she's like, no, I got to see it at the premiere like everyone else. And he's like, I just want to know what she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, he did a great job. And the fun, um, the second uh, showing we went that we had, um, he and I both showed up in our Star Wars T-shirts. And I thought that was so hilarious that um, we both were on the same wavelength and showed up. So anyway, no, Taylor's awesome. And I had a great time and I would do anything with him again. He he was so much fun to have around. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. I'm glad this, you know, this crazy experience that I started a couple of years ago that, you know, got me to meet you and got me to meet Taylor has has found these people because, again, he he's such a um, he's so into all of the things that he's into. You know, and so like I, I found him actually through the ska movie that he did, um, pick it up, ska in the nineties. Yeah. And then wait a minute, you're you're the tailor that Sandy and them were talking about that's making the blockbuster movie. Oh yeah. Oh like oh gee. okay. Small world. I know. Well, and um, it's so um it was just perfect um that he's from Bend, he lives here. I mean, it couldn't have been the you know, a more perfect um story. It, it just had to be the way it was with him being the director. Well, and I know it's, it's not out for everybody to see. So, you know, I, I don't need to pry and know things about it. I'm no. just really glad to they, hear uh, that so you it liked is, it. Uh, Zeke told me yesterday and Zeke being Taylor's partner and, and he yep. is equally um, awesome. But yeah, Zeke uh, is great he, too. I need to get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny and quirky and, and he's a writer. So he's one of those behind the scenes kind of guy. And I think Taylor's the one that usually is up front and personal. Um, but Zeke told me yesterday that they did sign and that the, it is going to be going digital on uh, December 15th. Um, yes. They are hoping to have pre-orders here at the store. Um, we're still waiting for, you know, some final confirmation from Dish that that's going to be okay. Um, but we're hoping to do some stuff with the store and doing pre-orders and all that sooner than December 15th. But for sure, December 15th on digital. Cool. Well, if, if that happens, if, if the pre-order through the store, make sure that I find out because I'd like to buy it through you. Oh, regardless yeah. of how much more it costs that way it supports you and taylor um you know yeah. i i and again i i guarantee i've talked to him he's like don't worry we're gonna find a way for you to see it you you need yeah. to see it review it but i'm like that having a copy that i made sure someone got paid for is is my end goal because it's a labor of love and i can only imagine it's a little bit bittersweet for it to premiere the way that it kind of did in the world that we're in now. But at the same time, it must be rad to see a movie about like an, a movie about a quote unquote old fashioned thing um, at a drive in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, yes, I would love to have had a bigger premiere and, and had it out there and been able to do the festivals and all those things. But at the same time, it was almost the perfect way for us to do it just simply because it was the throwback with the drive-in theater and all of those things. And I don't know, it, it just kind of felt perfect. So it, it pivots to that community thing again, it's much yeah. more personable. It's, it's everybody out in their cars and you can walk around beforehand and see everybody and wave and, you know, and on all that, instead of like a theater, which is, you know, more of a show up, get in, get out kind of experience just by design. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that that's wild. I and I'm so happy to hear that you guys liked it, and I, I can't wait to see it. So, I mean, 
I know that you probably get asked this question all the time, but this is like the craziest portion of a story. Like, you know, you think like you, you started a blockbuster, like you said, in the early two thousands, just like me. And it's like, yeah, blockbuster is still going to be around 20 years from now, which in 2000, I couldn't have foreseen a world where it wouldn't have been like, I think the hardest thing to say to someone who's 18 right now is that blockbuster, this thing that they're, you know, seeing people be nostalgic about was such a juggernaut that you couldn't envision a world where it didn't exist. Well, it went away so dang fast. It just, to me, it's incredible that we had this company that was 9,000 stores that went away so stinking fast. I mean, 16 years is nothing. I mean, we're both at the age now where we realize 16 years goes at a snap of the finger. But, I mean, for the kids in the world, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't imagine 16 years from now. But, you know, when I started 16 years ago, we had 9,000 stores. And now there's just us. And it's just incredible to think that it could go away so fast. Um, it's just incredible. No, it is. And, you know, I th- I know that you've seen um, or probably have seen someone made that that video graphic of, of the United States and it was in blue and gold and it showed the 9,000 blockbuster locations as blue dots and then did a timeline and showed them dropping away. And it's terrifying. Like, like, cause, cause I mean, you think about things that were also there, right? Like I think, okay, I'm 18 years old. I'm going to blockbuster to, to start my job tonight. What am I driving by? I'm driving by this pizza hut. Well, that pizza hut's still there. I'm driving by this Walmart. That Walmart's still there. You know, the quality cuts that was next door to my blockbuster is still there. You know, it's like all of these things that you didn't even bat an eye at. You know what I mean? That that are just kind of yeah. there exist. And the thing that you thought this will just always be there. There's no way 9,000 of something can disappear. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's wild. Well, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer because we both have a lot to do. But Sandy, again always appreciated and i'm glad you found some time to talk to me on this i know that uh i know the time is is a hard thing to come by these days so uh again i always appreciate it yes you're holding me up for making those beanies dang it oh yeah you you don't have your beanies because of me everybody <laughs> yeah if only <laughs> if only no, that again, five minutes would make a big difference <laughs> th- thank you for being such a positive pleasant thing in this mm. world and um i uh Again, like I gave you earlier, and I'll give you again, just one more moment for any final thoughts or anything you want to say to anybody or anything, and then we'll uh, let you go. No, just to reiterate, you know, how wonderful the support has been. And thank you so much for all the positive words, all the online orders, all the trips coming here and renting a movie um, for the weekend while you're in town. I just can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart and everyone here in our store and everyone who's involved with it and in our community, we just appreciate it ever so much and be patient. We're getting those online orders out as fast as we can. Um, remember it's processed by one of my employees. Um, there's a thank you slip in there signed by one of my employees. Um, and, uh, we're working as hard as we can. Awesome. Well, Sandy, again, thank you. And thank you all for listening. Thank you for making it a talkbuster night or day or whenever you're listening. And please be kind, rewind, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Sandy. Bye, Chris. A, a, a funny, a, a funny story. Um, 
you know, I, I'd like to get into the, you know, I, I don't want to keep you forever, but I, I don't know if I ever told you this. And this is a funny aside, and maybe I'll edit this into the video somewhere. But you've you've seen the movie Clerks, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, the I assure you were open thing yes. on, on that was written on the uh, on the on the bed sheet or whatever, the tarp. So the blockbuster that my friend Michelle worked at was in a plaza of connected buildings. So, you know, a lot of the times, you know, a blockbuster would be a self-contained thing or it would have like a pizza hut. You know, there'd be something to do with the the planner that built the place would have a deal, you know, that these places go together. Well, this one ended up getting put in a place that had a Newbury Comics in it. And so Blockbuster went and attacked the Newbury Comics because the Newbury Comics sold um, previously viewed movies. And there was some, you know, because they bought them back and there was some deal in the lease that yeah, said that they, that, you know, because Paramount and Viacom and Blockbuster were there that the other place couldn't have that same product. And when the Blockbuster finally closed, the Newbury Comics put that sign in their window that said, I assure you, we sell used DVDs again. And I thought that was hilarious. That is funny. No, um, Kevin Smith is actually in our documentary. So I know. I think it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, of course we know Clerks, and I think that's hilarious that they put that sign up. That's very ironic, and I love it. Um, you know, we we have definitely a lot lost the irony of our small mom and pop that became a blockbuster and now is back to being a, a small mom and pop with a blockbuster name. So, anyway. 